Welcome to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast. At the Young Businessmen of Tulsa, our mission is focused on connecting, developing, and inspiring young business leaders to find and pursue their purpose. This podcast is sponsored by Trost Marketing. Promoting your business through marketing is essential for growth. Without marketing, you lack the ability to create a conversation with your potential customers. At Trost Marketing, we provide marketing solutions that fuel growth. We are your source for all of your printing needs, as well as branded apparel and promotional items. If your business wants to stand out to potential customers, contact the marketing experts at Trost Marketing. Visit us at trostmarketing.com or call us at 866-492-7820. Young business leaders, welcome to the YBT Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Yutaki, and I want to welcome you to a bonus podcast. This is our December luncheon with Jonathan Townsend. He is the Gathering Place Education Program Specialist. If you guys don't know about the exciting things going on in Tulsa with the Gathering Place, Jonathan's going to give you a little bit of behind the scenes in terms of what the park is and what it's doing for the community. And we are really excited to help spread the news about this awesome place, the Gathering Place in Tulsa. So let's tune in and listen to Jonathan's message to young business leaders. Hello, everybody. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? I'm so excited to be here. I hate that uh, Jillian was unable to make it, but I tell you, I am so, so excited to be able to step in today and receive such a warm reception from each of you. To learn more about the organization and what you all represent, I can, I can uh, honestly say, like, I, don't, I go to a lot of events, a lot of meetings, but I don't feel as compelled to get involved personally as I do uh, today. So this is really special, and I, I hope to be able to, after today, um, be able to stick around, get to know everybody a little bit better, and perhaps join the team, if that's all right. Just a little bit, before I get going, I, I, I know I have a, a limited amount of time, so whomever is the uh, timekeeper, where's the timekeeper? All right, you're going to have to be a bulldog, man, okay? Make sure I do not go too long, because uh, I've been guilty of doing that before in the past. But before uh, giving my presentation for the Gathering Place, just wanted to say just a couple of things again about myself, as Matt mentioned. I'm from, from Tulsa, Oklahoma, born and raised here. Uh, I went to Oral Roberts University. I had a chance to work for GT Bynum, a mayor of GT Bynum, uh, for about a year and a half in his administration before leaving to join the leadership team at the Gathering Place. So it's been a, lot, a whole lot of uh, exciting uh, changes over the last few years of my life, and I've been uh, just so blessed to have had the experiences that have, have been provided. I've seen God's mercy and God's hand, hands on my life. Uh, just three weeks ago, uh, my, I have a big brother who's 46 years old. He suffered a heart attack, a very bad heart attack. Um, he's been in the hospital for the last three and a half weeks. The Lord is so good. We lost him and got him back four times uh, in the first two days of his hospital stay, twice on that Saturday and twice on the Sunday uh, that, he, that he, went, he went in on. Um, he's had a very difficult time in the hospital, suffered a, a leg amputation, um, last week. But with that being said, God is still so good because they didn't give him even 72 hours. And he's still with us, and, and it's not a matter of if he gets out the hospital, but a matter of, of when and the adjustment um, in the next, hopefully, before Christmas time um, this, this Christmas season. So I just wanted to mention that as a personal testimony to how good God has been and how much favor he's shown to my family uh, here, here in the recent weeks. And just keep us in your prayers, maybe later on this evening, uh, tonight, please. But again, back to the part, back to business. Gathering Place is December 2018 right now, right? How many have had a chance to experience Gathering Place so far? Of course, of course you have, right? 
It's been the talk of the town the last few, last couple of months at least. Uh, it's been really exciting to do something so transformative uh, for the city of Tulsa, and I'm happy to share a little bit about the backstory and where it all started. So it's a park that we say is by Tulsans and for Tulsans. So uh, some of you may be aware that the park uh, is a big product of the George Kaiser uh, Family Foundation. Uh, the, the, the total expenses of the park uh, totaled to about $465 million. So it's a, a massive deal. Uh, about half of that came from uh, Mr. Kaiser and his uh, foundation, but he also had uh, many friends and supporters and sponsors uh, from different organizations such as Quick Trip and uh, the Williams Company who have also bought into the vision to help create this incredible destination that will forever transform uh, the city of Tulsa. Uh, we, in designing the park, uh, the process went back, I guess, about 10 years ago. Uh, keep in mind, I've only been around uh, since April. Uh, but the process and the brainstorming started almost a decade ago. They had several uh, public engagement sessions where they had neighborhoods and communities come out to represent their backgrounds and um, make their suggestions, make their um, uh, requests for what such a park would be able to offer. And those type of ideas and those type of workshops and community uh, feedback sessions are what led to so many of the developments that we see uh, that exists in the park today. So it's really important that we made sure that what, was, what would eventually happen was a true reflection on what the uh, community uh, really wanted to, to have. The park architect was a man, is a man named uh, Michael Van Valkenberg and his association is his company and they've done some world-class, absolutely world-class um, projects. If you've ever been to Chicago and seen the uh, Maggie Daly Park, uh, or if you've been to the Brooklyn Bridge, or, and even some places internationally, you've had a chance to witness his work on some incredible stages. So we had a, 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 a top of the line architect design, uh, brilliantly design uh, this park, and you can see his, uh, his, his works all throughout the, the, the world, actually. So we find ourselves on being uh, much, much more than just the park. I, I know before the park really opened, a lot of folks didn't really know what to expect, uh, including some staff members, um, believe it or not. But we wanted to make sure that the experience was uh, something that would really blow people away. And a big, a big priority is to make Tulsa a world-class destination spot, a place for vacations, a place for, where people want to come um, to, to have the experience that is really generated around the park. Uh, so one sign of that is this past um, Thanksgiving, uh, this, the day after Thanksgiving, or that, that weekend, was the second highest populated day that we've had behind opening day, where we had over 50,000 people wow. on September the 8th. And that's because you had people coming from out of town who heard about the park, seen pictures on social media, and wanted to see it, taste it for themselves, and they came here, maybe they were boomerangs for a weekend and they were from Tulsa and heard about the cool things that we had going on here. But they came back because we're trying to make this a world destination, world-class regional destination. It's a hybrid park, um, uh, meaning that uh, it's, 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 it's for the community. It's not necessarily uh, your traditional public park, not necessarily your traditional private park, but it's for the community and the way that we operate. And it's a place that we intentionally designed will create 
a sense of unity in our city. Hence the name, Gathering Place, where everybody can come together, where everyone can gather together in a safe place and find out uh, about one another and, and create that sense of unity that, that our city really needs right now. So our goals are to create the quality experience, a repeatable experience. It's very important that we don't, we don't want the gathering place, and it's not, trust me, it's not the place that you can go to just one time and then say, oh, I've seen it, I've been there, I've done that. If, if that was the case, then we'd have failed in our mission. But our big goal was to really make it a repeatable experience where you have to come dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of times. Uh, and, and, and so far, that's been the feedback that we've been getting. And how do we do that? by remaining culturally relevant, making sure that we have different things offered uh, that intrigue and entice different types of people um, to come to the park probably, uh, time after time. Another big goal that we have at the park and our leadership team is to make sure that we're positive, positively impacting the quality of life. Uh, we, we've heard a lot about, um, perhaps if you heard Mayor Bynum talk about the life expectancy gap um, in our city and how in some zip codes it's, it's higher or in some zip codes it's 10 to 11 years less than, than others. But one thing we want to do is make sure we put a place together where by coming there, you be, you, perhaps you become healthier because of our menus or because of the amount of exercise you're gonna inevitably get from walking from the, <laughs> from the parking lot to the, wherever you wanna go. But those things are really all uh, intentionally done because we want to benefit positively the, uh, uh, the livelihoods and, and make a positive impact uh, on the lives of our visitors. So for me, September the 8th feels like forever ago. I don't know about for you all, but that was our opening day. Uh, and we had just an incredible, incredible day. We were expecting all kind of weather, rain and things like that, but it, it held up just, just enough for us and uh, provided for a beautiful time. Uh, we had an incredible parade to, to launch the park opening. Um, and, and in doing so, the ceremony was, was uh, that morning and it, it, it had just some incredible sights. And here are a few of them from opening day. You see we have the mayor there. Um, we have a player from the Oklahoma City Thunder, Terrence Ferguson, who's also a Tulsa native for anybody who's ever followed the team. Uh, and then you just see the, the, the looks on the faces of the children uh, and the adults as well. They, they've just mesmerized with the experience that has been freely <coughs> provided to them. There's, there's no admission ticket. You just, if you just come to the park and enjoy everything you, you like to for free. That same day we had uh, uh, the group, has anyone watched Jimmy Fallon? Watch Jimmy Fallon, some fans in here, late nights, folks who don't go to sleep on time. <laughs> well, he has a band on, it, on his uh, show, and it's, they're called The Roots, and they were our opening day performance. Packed, packed, packed crowd. It was, you couldn't, couldn't help but to have a good time. There were so many people there. The energy was, was so festive and, and, and lively, and to put on a great show for us, and that was the first of, some, of many great concerts that we've had already and again even our concerts are for free it's really 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 saying something if you ask me um, the fact that you can have these type of experiences and keep your money in your pocket here are a few other si um, sites from 
uh, following days and following weeks uh, we've had. Uh, you can see up at the top we have had wheelchair <laughs> basketball tournaments. Uh, we've had um, Grammy Award winning gospel music artist Kirk Franklin who did a, a free concert at the park uh, and, and then some sites from some other shows that we've had as well. Uh, they've been warmly recepted and uh, received and uh, very well attended. Even in some of our colder days, you'd be surprised with how many people still want to get up, take a trip to the, the gathering place. Talk a little bit about events and programming. Um, and I'll read this slide. Programming at the gathering place will ensure the park experience is compelling, appealing, and culturally relevant for all of Tulsans because our goal is to inspire art, encourage wellness, reinforce the importance of early childhood learning, and enhance the, en enhance the engagement of fun. So it's not enough for us to even just make the park a fun place. But we want the park to be a place where you know, people can learn something too. Because anybody can you know, come to the park and have fun, but we want to put together programming, educational programming, and uh, artistic uh, demonstrations that help to inspire um, the mind and stimulate the mind. And again, that goes back to us wanting to impact the quality of life in a positive manner. So what you see here to the left is what we uh, recently launched um, early November called the Cabinet of Wonder. And it's an artistic display, display that was put on and organized by uh, another uh, world-renowned world artist by the name of Mark Dion. Has anybody had a chance to check out this uh, exhibit yet? All right, all right. Well, I'll tell you one thing. When you first walk in, uh, is, uh, some of those things you might see maybe on an antique road show or perhaps in your own garage, but a lot of those things are, are, are collected in of great value and, and just some really, really interesting pieces there. Um, again, to promote the arts, uh, we've had some really uh, neat lights or lasers that were on display. Not sure if any of you looked up and saw in the sky, uh, right before a park opening, we had the global rainbow was shot all across Tulsa. Uh, each night it rotated to point to a different uh, corner of Tulsa so that the experience could be uh, shared by as many as possible. And uh, what that did was it signified that the park was about to open. But we want to make sure, again, that we're offering educational and um, artistic elements during the park experience. Uh, along those same lines, I won't spend as much time on it, but we've done a lot of community outreach and going into, I think we visit, visited every school just this past uh, before Thanksgiving break in Tulsa County because we had uh, gold medals that were given to all the students who participated in our Reading Tree program. We had a Reading Tree program where two million books were read uh, Tulsa County-wise, and we go to as many schools as possible to put on pop-up performances, concerts, uh, and just different type of shows, things that you can find in the park, but sometimes some kids can't make it to the park. So we try to take those experiences to the schools as, as often as possible. How are we doing on time, sir? Doing all right? All right. Health and wellness is obviously very important as well. We have uh, sports courts, five sports courts at the park uh, where you can play basketball, volleyball, soccer, street hockey, uh, whatever you want to do uh, athletically. We have uh, our own skate park there. Uh, be careful out there. Uh, we have uh, uh, also a BMX pump track 
because as some of you may have heard, Tulsa is becoming the headquarters, the national headquarters uh, for BMX racing. And we've had great events like the Grand Nationals over the several years, but uh, we're, here we are again, uh, helping to brand our city um, in a very special way. And these parts of our park are always populated. Again, it doesn't matter how, how, how hot or how cold the day is. But you can also find fitness happening on our lines as well. A lot of people are really excited about uh, the, the opportunity to get out into the pond uh, that we have, uh, which, which should be happening this spring, where you'll be able to rent the canoes and the, the kayaks and get out there, uh, perhaps right after you finish or before you decide to, to eat at our new restaurant, which will be opening too, um, shortly after the year starts. Uh, but this is going to be just another part of us helping to uh, spread more nature awareness, uh, perhaps having more educational uh, outdoor uh, awareness opportunities as well uh, to go along with those, those fun recreational activities. Talked a little bit about performance and festivals already, but we want to make sure that we're continuing to uh, uh, represent all different types of cultures. We want people to uh, feel that their culture is being embraced, being celebrated, uh, because it's so valuable to us. And you know, who are we? if we aren't uh, sticking together. And that's a big part of uh, the crux of what we want to do at the park. And you'll be finding out about um, more things coming uh, as soon as we're finished with the 100 days of celebration, which today we're about, I, I'd say, well, it's, it's next Monday. So we're just a week away uh, from, from concluding our first 100 days of operation. Uh, but there's going to be some, some, some great programming opportunities to follow that should be announced pretty soon as well. So community relations, this is the part that I work on, actually. I, I, I go out into all the different schools and all the different neighborhood associations. Uh, I'm, I'm one of a few who meets with those groups, and uh, I go out to try to hear the concerns that maybe some folks may have or even some, some fantastic ideas and to take those ideas back to the leadership team. And, you know, the, the way that we make sure that we properly represent the best interests of Tulsa is by establishing very strong and firm community relationships with, with Tulsans all throughout our city. Uh, there's some unique ways that we do it. I know I mentioned earlier that we do go into our, our schools, both public and private. Um, this group here that you see um, in the black here, uh, they're called the Gather Round Crew. So we have a team of break dancers. <laughs> You've seen them in action? Oh, yeah, I go to church with uh, the Hype Man. Oh, Tulsa Hype Man is going to be America Hype Man pretty soon. <laughs> If he keeps it up, uh, incredible dance group that we have. And they even have one guy who, he doesn't really dance, but he does tricks on a bike. So uh, that, that, that's, 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 that's dancing, if you ask him. So, but we have a, a great group. They go to block parties. They go to all the different schools. And they just really engage uh, and, and, and motivate the kids to get up and get active uh, and, and ultimately get them to the park. Uh, but you can see uh, them at all different type of events. We had a turkey giveaway. Uh, for, for Thanksgiving, which they were a big part of, knocking on doors, and folks would open the door, and then these kids are dancing and, and uh, doing flips, and then they're, they're like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, they say, here's a turkey. Happy Thanksgiving. And it was just a beautiful and warmly uh, uh, welcoming sight as well. So, but that's, again, us trying to be creative in how we go out, spread the news of the park, and let people know that there's a lot going on, and if you can't make it there, we'll try to, our best to bring the experience to you. Uh, and along those lines, 
uh, comes what we're, we're working on now is a new transportation plan uh, because we've had shuttles for some of our bigger events, opening day, some of the big concerts where parking was an issue. Uh, but we want, to make, we want to make sure moving forward that as often as possible there'll be places designated in the community that folks can depend on being able to uh, find a bus or find a, find a van to get that free access to the park. Uh, all the details haven't quite been ironed out on that yet, but that's something that we are uh, working on very steadfast right now. Very important to us. So what's next? Uh, we have another phase coming in of the park. What you see now is not all that there will be. Uh, the Children's Museum will be built and moving into the park. We think uh, late 2019, we, we should start the, the groundwork there. As I mentioned earlier, more signature events will, will be coming. Uh, events that you can depend on will be happening at the park. Always evolving, but consistent as well. We'll be continuing to provide an inclusive and dynamic place of unity. Again, that's a big, big reason why uh, Mr. Kaiser uh, came up with this idea. Uh, he wanted to do something uh, to bring everybody together. There's a lot of fragmentation that's just been happening and uh, you know, just, just talked about in our city for a long time. We're coming up on a 100 years of uh, the Tulsa Race Riot Massacre as well, uh, commemorating that. So I would have just imagined, I'm not for sure, but I would just imagine he's probably sat and thought about all these things and said, what can I do uh, in my older age uh, to give back to the city, to give back to the community uh, in a way that uh, will be different and perhaps uh, move the city forward and making families want to move here, remain here, and find employment here. And this was just an incredible idea. So happy that the community and the business community really rallied around it because uh, it wouldn't have happened if we hadn't had the business community, uh, those, those individual uh, corporations, those nonprofits actually buy into the vision as well. And it's amazing what has manifested from that. And we're excited to see uh, what is to come from that as well. Uh, one thing I did mention, I, I once wanted to mention again, uh, we have uh, some food options at the park. Uh, we have the patio restaurant, which is open now. Uh, but we also have, and, and the cafe, but we also have the Vista restaurant, which will be opening very soon, early 2019. If you've been to the park, it's located right above the pond in a, in a place called the Boathouse. And it's going to be just an incredible dining experience. Uh, so we look forward to seeing you all uh, there. And that's the only thing that costs at the park, the food. Everything else um, is free. And uh, the the boating and kayaks very well could be, if not minimum cost. So I just want to say thank you all again for an incredible opportunity. Uh, I, I love what you all represent, and I'd be happy if we have time to take a few questions and, and uh, see, hear some ideas maybe you have. Thank you guys so much. We have time for questions? Okay. I think he has one already. <laughs> yeah, our, our um, operations team uh, has been counting uh, the, the, the heads as they come in. Um, I don't necessarily have the, the formula for that, but I do have some reports that uh, I can share if you like. We, in the first uh, 
Again, we're almost at 100 days. We had about 50,000 or so in the, in the first weekend. We had uh, 300,000 the, after their first uh, month. And I think right now we're a little over uh, probably half a, half a million, just about 400 to, to 500. I don't have the exact figure on that. And that's a great question. Uh, but, but we do have an ops team that's out there. And that is a part of their, their, their duties is to, to get a sense, a general sense of how many folks are coming and how many people travel as well. As I said earlier, with the Thanksgiving break, we do have, we did have a, a massive amount of people who came on that Saturday. Um, the park was full. And I would, I would assume that some of those folks were, were probably on vacation. Great question. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, one thing that we're going we're gonna to continue to work on is to make sure that we have just as diverse of talent and, and, uh, and um, entertainment and opportunities as possible, especially uh, thinking of racially as well as age demographic diversity as well, too. So we want to do more things that, that show more minority uh, entertainment and artistic ability. We want to do more for our teenager, teenagers. Right now, we're really heavy with the kids' programming uh, um, as well as the adult programming, but perhaps we can do some more things to help those teenagers uh, um, remain focused and, and, and positively uh, uh, active as well. So, so those, are, those are definitely goals that we're going to continue to work on. Um, but there's, there, there's been some other things as well, um, but I would say those are probably among the chief, making sure we're delivering that, that quality experience um, fairly, uh, engaging as many people as possible where, again, everybody wants to be there because this is a place that they can find something that they'll, they'll, they will really and truly enjoy. Uh, we got a few here. I'm gonna, can I start in the back? Let's go back here and then we'll go you. And then there was you and then there was you. <laughs> Sound good? Yes, sir. Yes. They've, they have been compensated. Yes, they have. There's a budget for it. The city doesn't have anything to do with it. Um, but th there's a budget for it, definitely. Uh, they haven't done it for charity. They're, you know, they, they're going to leave Jimmy Fallon's show. <laughs> you got to give them a reason to come. And we've been able to do that. There hasn't been a, a terrible concern uh, to this point. Uh, Fortunately, uh, but uh, if 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 we came if it came down to it, we would uh, we wouldn't be trying to make make the folks the people pay for it. That's the whole point of the gathering place to do whatever we can to make sure that the experience continues to be a free one uh, for 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 the, the visitors. Great great question. There was another in the back. Yes, sir. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Parking. 
Parking has been, a, I guess I can say this, one of the biggest headaches uh, and things that perhaps we could have done better, uh, just, just frankly, and something I hear about a lot. Um, and and I, I, again, similar to what I told uh, the, the gentleman that asked about the attendance, our operations team, I was looking into that and trying to find ways that we can uh, uh, make the most of the space that we have as well as um, cultivate some new space moving forward, possibly in, in, in one of the next couple of phases that we have. Uh, because again, we're not, we're not done at all. Um, and, and this is not the park's permanent state in which it's going to be in. Um, and, and, and those things are going to, be, going to be addressed in the best fashion as possible. Yes? <laughs> I've heard that mentioned as well. I don't, I don't have uh, jurisdiction to, to say uh, what <laughs> sponsors, yes, sponsors. I think we have one more. Is that okay? Good. Oh, one more. Yes. Are you taking grants and donate? Like, are you getting grant funds from implementing the QA? For for implementing those Community. health yeah. needs. I don't know so much about about that to to speak on that uh, accurately. Uh, as far as where those funds will come are coming from. Sorry. Thanks, guys. Young businessmen, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about the Young Businessmen of Tulsa, check out our website at www.ybtok.com or email us at ybtoklahoma at gmail.com. If you live in the Tulsa area and would like to hear one of our great speakers live at our monthly luncheon, we meet on the second Monday of every month from 12 to 1 p.m. Like us on Facebook for details about locations and upcoming speakers. Lastly, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes and share us with your friends. Thank you for tuning in to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast, where we connect, develop, and inspire young businessmen to find and pursue their purpose.